our message today is light of the world verses are from John 8:12 Matthew 5:14 so let us pray uh, before we start hey father we just thank you lord for gathering brothers and sisters friends here we pray that your word will touch our hearts encourage us uh, direct our path lord uh, shine our light in our hearts lord in this day, Lord, as we see so much darkness around us, shine your light today through your word. Pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So 2020 has been a very dark year for the whole world, uh, needless to say. In fact, we're still in the midst of a global pandemic. After months of sheltering place, we thought we could open places back up, but then places have to come um, close back down after the uh, cases surge again. Recently, we also saw social unrest in America, stores looted, burnt, uh, widespread anger, protests over racial injustices. Here in the Bay Area, we saw wildfires threatening to engulf neighborhoods from all sides. And then this week, we even see these orange skies, eerie skies of just smoke filled and uh, skies of, uh, we cannot even see the sun for a day on Wednesday. So where do we look for hope during these dark times? Jesus says that I am the light of the world. So today we'll be looking at one, what does Jesus is the light of the world mean? And two, what does you are the light of the world means? And three, how can we be light of the world? So number one, what does Jesus is the light of the world mean? Giant. 12 says, then Jesus again spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in the darkness, but will have the light of light. So what is the purpose of light? Light helps us to see, right? Without light, we cannot see anything in the darkness. Having light not only helps us to see, but also guides us. Light also gives light. Life to plants, which provides food for life on earth. In fact, the first word spoken by God in creation is, let there be light. John 1, 1 says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Verse 3 says, through him all things were made, without him nothing was made that has been made. Verse 4 says, in him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. John is telling us that the Lord Jesus Christ is the word, the Son of God, and Christ means anointed one, the Messiah. Jesus proved by his life, death, and resurrection that he is the Christ, the Messiah, the Son of God. And we see God the Son eternally with God, the Father, and God the Holy Spirit, and he was eternally God. Through him all things were made, without him nothing was made that has been made. And the Son of God is a source of eternal life, and he is a source of spiritual light for all mankind to show them the way of salvation to receive eternal life. As Christians, we believe in one God, the Trinity. The three members of the Trinity are God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of the Father, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made. You may have recognized this from the Nicene Creed, AD 325. When God the Son came from heaven to earth to be born as a baby in the manger, 
Jesus, who is fully God, became fully man. Therefore, Jesus is forever fully God and fully man. And therefore, Jesus Christ is the light of the world, sent from God to the world to show the world the way back to the Heavenly Father and to proclaim the truth of the gospel of salvation that whoever would believe in him will receive the free gift of eternal life and will not perish. Light is a religious symbol used to represent goodness, truth, and knowledge, while darkness represents evil, ignorance. People all over the world universally recognizes the evils of darkness and the goodness of light. Maybe even your own company, they celebrate the Indian holiday, Diwali, which is the biggest holiday for Indians like Chinese New Year is for the Chinese. Do you know that Diwali is a Hindu festival of lights, symbolizing the spiritual victory of light over darkness, good over evil and knowledge over ignorance. So next time you can tell your Indian friends how Jesus is the light of the world. You can ask them, do you know who claimed to be the light of the world? In the verses we read in the beginning, John 8, 12, Jesus was in Jerusalem during and right after the Feast of Tabernacles. During the festival at night, four huge lamps in the court of the woman would lit up the entire temple area. The celebration with the lights reminded the worshipers of Israel's wilderness journey when they were led at night by a pillar of fire from God. Without the pillar of fire from God in the night to guide the Israelites in the wilderness, they might have lost their way and died in the wilderness. Jesus declared that he is the light of the world, not just for Israel, but for the whole world. Without the light of Jesus, how will we see our fallen sinful condition? How will we recognize our sins? All of us were lost spiritually, blinded to our sins, until God opened our eyes to see, let us see how our sins separate us from a holy, righteous God and our need for him to forgive us for our sins. The Bible says that God lives in unapproachable light, whom no one has seen or can see, 1 Timothy 6.16. Therefore, when the Heavenly Father sent Jesus into the world, Jesus came as a light which the world can see, yet it's not blinding, unapproachable light, which no one could look at and live. Jesus came as an approachable, gracious, life-giving light to show God's love and truth to the world. How gracious! God sent his light to the world, not to destroy the world, but to save the world. So therefore, how approachable and gracious are you to the people around you? We receive the light of Jesus through his word, which is the Bible, which is God's word. Psalm 119, 105, King James Version says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and the light unto my path. Through the Bible, the Holy Spirit points us to Jesus and gives us light to understand God's truth. If you follow Jesus, you will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life, not the darkness of sin and death. The word Jesus used here is a double negative in Greek, which is the strongest form of the negative. It means that by no means you will not follow, you will follow Jesus by no means you'll follow Jesus and walk in darkness. And to follow Jesus is not to just go ahead of Jesus 
or just to follow him wherever you want. To follow means that you follow always, step by step, wherever Jesus may lead. So therefore, how have you been following Jesus? Has it been step by step, wherever he may lead? Corinne Ten Boom and her sister Betsy were sent to prison for sheltering Jews during the Nazi occupation of Holland. In the hiding place, she wrote how she felt in that Ravensbrück prison. Life grew harder. There was too much misery, too much suffering. Every day, something grew too heavy. Will you carry this, Lord Jesus? But as the rest of the world grew stranger, one thing became increasingly clear, and that was the reason the two of us were here. From morning until lights out, whenever we were not in ranks for roll call, our Bible was the center of an ever-widening circle of help and hope. We gathered around it, holding our hearts to its warmth and light. The blacker the night around us grew, the brighter and truer burned the word of God. To Corey Tamboon and her sister, the light of Jesus is revealed in the Bible, which they held in their hands. The darker the days, the brighter and truer shines the word of God. Jesus came from heaven to earth as the light of the world to show us that only through him can we find our way back to God. Only through him can we know the truth of the gospel, and only through him can we receive eternal life and salvation for the forgiveness of our sins. Therefore, what darkness or sins do you see in the world today? What darkness or sins do you see in your own life? Only the light of Jesus can reveal to us the darkness and sins. If you think there's no darkness or sins in the world or in your own life, then you may be in the darkness yourself. Our hope is in the light of Jesus to help us, one, see in the darkness, two, to see the darkness, and three, to guide us through the darkness, and four, is to help us overcome the darkness through the light of God's word. Number two is what does you are the light of the world mean? In Matthew 5, 14, when Jesus said, you are the light of the world, a city set on a hill cannot be hidden. He was speaking to his followers, the disciples. Therefore, as followers of Jesus, we carry the light of Jesus because we have the word of God. We have the light of Jesus because the Holy Spirit lives in us. We reflect the light of Jesus Christ when we live according to his word. And therefore, we are the light of the world because the purpose of our life is to point the world to Jesus. Jesus was teaching at a mountain by the Sea of Galilee so he can see the cities built on the hills around the Sea of Galilee. This was a picture I took two years ago when I went to visit the Sea of Galilee in Israel. You can see the city of Tiberias on the hill, even through the fog, and the white building shining in the sunlight. Back in Jesus' days, the cities were built with, with limestone, so they will also shine in the sun and not be easily hidden. 
even in the fog. As we seek to walk according to the words of Jesus, we cannot hide the light of Jesus, which we will reflect. Like the moon reflects the light from the sun, our light is the reflected light from the true light, Jesus Christ. Just like the sun is the true light source, the moon follows the light of the sun. And therefore, people will give glory, God glory when they see the deeds of Jesus' followers as praiseworthy, even if they are persecutions. Gladys Alwer was a missionary from England to China in the 1930s to 1940s. One time there was a prison riot. As told in a biography about her, the Mandarin of Yangtzeng, which is the highest official there, sent for her to come to stop the riot. When she arrived, the warden of the prison said to her, the convicts are killing each other and my soldiers are too frightened to go back inside. Gladys replied, I'm very sorry to hear that, but I'm a foot inspector. What does this have to do with me? You see, Gladys got a job as a foot inspector because foot binding had just been banned by new law in China and the inspector must be a woman. She was appointed to this position because she was able to travel over rough roads, climb mountains to reach small villages to make sure that every girl's feet have been unbound. And that's because Gladys' feet has never been bound. Praise the Lord. So she said, but I'm only a woman. I don't know anything about fighting. If I go in there, they'll kill me. The warden replied, no, they won't. You're always telling everyone that you have the living God in you. So how could they kill you? Well, thank God, by God's grace, she was able to stop the fighting. And one of the grateful prisoners called her Ai Weide, which means virtuous one. The prisoner, who was a Buddhist priest, had paid her, a Christian, a great compliment. And then people began to call her by that name, and that became her Chinese name. And this is what it means to be light of the world, when people give glory to the true God because of our good deeds. Number three is how can we be light of the world? We are to be light shining in the darkness of the world, like stars shining in the darkness of the universe. Philippians 2.15 in the 1984 NIV version says, so that you may become blameless and pure children of God, without fault in a crooked and depraved generation in which you shine like stars in the universe. It makes me think of what Abraham might have seen when God took him outside and said, look up at the sky and count the stars. If indeed you can count them, then he said to him, so shall your offspring be, Genesis 15, 5. We are all spiritual descendants of Abraham through faith in Jesus Christ. And our hope is that in Christ, we can shine like the stars in the dark universe. And here are three ways that we can be light of the world. Number one is to represent Jesus. We're the light of the world because we represent Jesus to the world. In, uh, let people know that you are a believer in Jesus. I know that this can put you at a disadvantage. You may be setting yourself up for ridicule, as a Christian, people can criticize you if you do not live up to the expectation of a Christian. In the past in America, it may be beneficial to say that you're a Christian, but now Christianity is no longer the mainstream. Whether mainstream or not, 
We're called by God to be the light of the world. We can't hide our identity. Our function is to be a light for others to see. We are ambassadors for Christ, and we carry a message of reconciliation from God to the world. Every day you're a representative of Christ. Every day in your words, in your deeds, you're leading others to know who Jesus is. How will they know Jesus if you don't tell them? How will they experience what it means to go to church if you don't invite them? Today we... Even we, we don't even have to invite them to come physically to church. We can invite them to our online service. All they have to do is just click and watch with us, and they can experience going to church with you. So let's encourage each other to invite people you know to come to church with you. Amen? So how can we represent Jesus during this time? How can you set a good example in the way you live, not in fear, but in faith, trusting in God's protection? Do you practice social distancing out of fear or out of faith in order to protect others and be a good witness for the Lord? Um, are you looking for opportunities to serve the Lord during this time or just spending time all the time nervously scanning the latest news and postings to relieve your anxiety? One youth I know was featured in the local newspaper because he used his 3D printer to print out face shields for the frontline workers at the local food bank. He found out how to do this through online research and began printing and using his new 3D printer less than 24 hours after hearing about the need. So I'm not saying we all need to go and buy 3D printers, but instead of complaining about all the problems the pandemic caused, how can we seek God to be part of the solution? How can we serve the community during this time? And this is a time for Christians to shine for the Lord, amen? Number two is the walking light. 1 John 1, 7 says, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. To walk in the light means we walk according to God's word. What we do and what we say matches with our identity as Christians. We don't need to hide our sins. I don't mean that you should just uh, post everything on the internet, but for the things you post on the internet, can you say everything was honoring to the Lord? Or in your private chats with people, if these chats were one day made public to the world, how, would they reflect the values of Christ? Walking the light means that you confess your sins and don't try to hide them. Don't hide your struggles. Share with someone whom you can trust, someone who can help you, such as accountability partner or spiritual mentor. You don't have to be an expert also to help other people. Just know some good Christian resources, some good Christian books. There's a lot of good Christian resources available. For example, I know uh, Every Man's Battle is a good book uh, for men to read, or Passion and Purity, I read that uh, when I was a young um, adult as well, for singles to read. So there, um, walking the light means that we don't walk in the darkness, which means to continue living in sin and not repenting of our sins. Practice being open about your weaknesses and do everything openly with a clear conscience. By walking the light, we will reflect the light of Christ. Everyone will see the difference and give glory to God. If people know that you are a Christian, they'll be watching you to see if you are any different from others, maybe for better or maybe for worse. Now, if you think about it, is it nice that we have the whole world to keep us accountable when we tell them that we're a Christian? Walking the light doesn't mean that you are perfect, that, but it means that you acknowledge your need of the Savior. You admit when you make a mistake and take responsibility. Your work can be shown the light. You have nothing to hide. 
you walk in the light by practicing things you learn in God's word, but always, always point people to Jesus. There are also other religious people who are doing good deeds in the eyes of the world, but only you have the Holy Spirit. So you need to pray and ask God to open people's hearts to know Jesus Christ as their true Savior, as their true light of the world. And finally, number three is to fulfill the Great Commission. So how does fulfilling the Great Commission relate to being light of the world? Paul and Barnabas in Acts 13, 47 says, For this is what the Lord has commanded us. I have made you alive for the Gentiles, that you may bring salvation to the ends of the earth. Being the light of the world is to point people to the way of salvation. The pandemic may have canceled many things, but he has not canceled the Great Commission of Jesus Christ. You may have canceled many in-person ministries, but you continue to find ways to serve, to share the gospel, amen? So what is the gospel? In 1 Corinthians 15 verses 1 and 3 and 4, the apostle Paul tells us, Now brothers and sisters, I want to remind you of the gospel I preached to you, which you received and on which you have taken your stand. Verse 3, for what I received, I pass on to you as of first importance, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. Verse 4, that he was buried that he was raised on the third day, according to the scriptures. So the gospel is this. Jesus died for our sins. He was buried and was raised on the third day by trusting Jesus Christ as our Savior, that he died for our sins on the cross, was buried and resurrected on the third day. We can be forgiven of our sins and receive the gift of eternal life. So what is the Great Commission? Jesus commanded us in Matthew 28, 19 to 20, therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. The Great Commission is about making disciples of Jesus, of all peoples, from all people groups, not just your own ethnic group. I like to focus on Jesus' words where he says, and surely I am with you always. You see, without Jesus being with us, and without being in a relationship with Jesus, we can do nothing that has eternal value. God's purpose for us to engage, God's purpose for us to engage in his mission is so that we can be with him so that he can be with us. What talents or expertise do you have that can be put to use in God's kingdom purposes? There's so many online ministries you can do during this pandemic as long as you're willing to work with the resources you have and put on your creative hats in order to serve people for Christ. No matter what sacrifices we have made for the gospel, they do not compare to the sacrifices of missionaries who have laid down their lives for the gospel. In the 1900 Boxer incident in China, many Western missionaries were killed. I received this booklet at a Chinese mission conference in remembrance of these martyrs from a century ago. It listed 189 missionaries who died. Sadly, many were children. To end this message, I selected the last words of five 
of these missionaries to share. As we listen to their words of faith, let us be reminded of the faith we should have as Christians, as light of the world. Miss Ethics Isabel Dobson, we're in the Lord's hands, and well we know not, can come to us without his permission. So we have no need to be troubled. It is not in my nature to fear physical harm. By trust, if it came, his grace will be all sufficient. Dobson, last letter sent out on April 26th. Miss Mary Elizabeth Huston, it was a great joy to me to be counted worthy to have fellowship with Christ in his suffering. Huston talking, talked to Miss C. Gates before she died on the road. Miss Mary Susan Morell, the Lord can do great things as he has done in the past. For his arm is not shortened that he cannot save, nor his ear heavy that he cannot hear. Do not feel too troubled about us. The danger is all around and near, but God is near. Even if we escape as we probably can, the premises will be looted despite all apprehensions. We're happy and even try to be jolly. We'll write as soon as I can. Morel, last letter. Mr. Alfred Woodruff, are we also called to suffer? Are we called to die? The poor feeble heart says, oh no, never. But to bring blessings into the world, what has it always meant? What to the Savior? What to the apostles? This is the way the master went. Should not the servant tread it still? Woodruff, after hearing the martyr of Mr. W.S. Fleming. Mrs. James Simpson, you will see how dark our way is, but his light, he has gone before, and him is no darkness at all. He has put us in his furnace, and his desire is that we should show forth his praise. You speak of our return to Scotland seven years hence. Ah, well, it may be there is no return for us. We may return by the way of heaven. Our times are in his hand. As I grow older, I feel God's ways are best. Once I believed it because he said it, now I believe it because I have proved it. Mrs. Simpson, last letter to her sister. Let's pray. Hey, Father, we just thank you for the cloud of witnesses all around us, before us, um, that has gone and uh, has uh, proven by their life, their, uh, their uh, testimony of your greatness, of, your, of, your, uh, of, of how awesome you are. And therefore, Lord, let us be also reflective of your light every day, Lord, that, that the light of Jesus will shine brightly and that we will see the light of Jesus every day, even in the darkness, that we will see and we will point others to you, Lord. No matter where we are, what we're doing, that we will always think about how to shine for you, how to point others to you, Lord. Give us strength and uh, protect us and then uh, guide us through these uh, dark days, Lord. And help us glorify you and help us to just magnify your name, exalt your name. And we pray all this in the precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you. Um, uh